Good day, and let us spin you a cracking yarn. Four bonds of mates on a ripper adventure through fantasy Australia, where every bugger wants to kill your face. It's Dungeons and Dragons, except down under, we call it Dungeons and Drongos. Dunnies, dingoes, drop in. by Cracky, Tommy, Kangaroo, down sport, and that sport is Australian rules football. <laughs> Welcome to a brand new adventure, Dungeons and Drongos. But before we get into the specifics, can we go around the room and find out your name, character name, race, class, and if you could invent something, your character could invent something for a uh, quality of life increase in a Fantasy Australia, what would it be? I'm Zach, I play Tiefling Fighter Plank. And if I had to create something, I would create a little thing called a bloody fandango. <laughs> and it's a little plastic statue of all your favorite people from Fantasy Australia. But their heads are a little bit bigger. And they're for fans. Fandangers. Fandangers. I yeah. love it. Wow. wow. Quality of life increase, huh? <laughs> well, just to those nerdy people in Fantasy Australia. And what would Plank, uh, what's the first character, first fandanger he would purchase? He probably... Ooh, Reggie Ditch Digiton. Yeah, okay, the saxophonist that yeah. uh, Plank murdered. A lot of, that's, you know, not out of the ordinary. A lot of people Plank murdered along the way, so that's fine. We can have a commemorative series where they're all in grey and black and white. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. And Works. every fifth one is a rare one. Oh, nice. It, it, gold played it. Some of them are flocked. Yeah. Yep, very good. Um, my name's Suzanne. I play Mackenzie, Bitch Elf Wizard. Um, and in terms of quality of life, because Mackenzie is ultimately selfish, she's looking to improve her own quality of life, um, she would invent some type of robot butler. She has had servants before, and that's, you know, by the by. <laughs> but she doesn't like the feeling of people hovering in a room. She feels judged. So. Yeah. I thought you she meant, would rather like, have a robot I thought you meant person. she didn't like slavery. Yes, I... <laughs> yeah. I, I, I think servant's the more polite term. <laughs> I said servant, didn't yeah, I? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah How much did you pay them? I had people who dealt with that. <laughs> uh, I didn't deal with the money side how, of things. How many of them are still living? I don't know. They look the same to me. How many are likely to be <laughs> made into a fandango? <laughs> Um, you know what, I think this is a really good point, and I would urge uh, Mackenzie at some point to perhaps hire some help, and you could play the help as well, and then if there's something that Mackenzie just really doesn't want to do, which chances are high that'll happen a few times <laughs> per adventure, perhaps the servant could uh, do those things instead. Uh, I could outsource. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, that's appealing. A staff? Mm. And, um, and let's not forget, you've got your little octopus as well. Yes, Ralphie. Bless Ralphie, him. yes. <laughs> Ralphie this week. I'm Paris. I play halfling ranger G'day. And I think if G'day could have anything that would improve, like, her quality of life or if she could just create anything, it would be, like, a compact, some sort of way to, like, keep all the information that she needs on things like plants and animals because, like, a book's yeah. too big. I was going to say it's called a book. Yeah. No, no, a book's <laughs> yeah. too big, but, like, she's done a lot of trial and error in her life where she's like, I don't know if this is poisonous, let's see. Yeah. And if she could somehow, like, search that information without, you know, carrying a book around, that would be really helpful. 
some sort of uh, database. Yeah. Maybe even <laughs> like a um, the skull of a like dead scholar or something oh. th- that you could ask questions directly to. Mm. That'd be oh, cool. great. Another thing that talks. That'd be awesome. That would be super awesome. Yeah. A, that's the thing about the audio podcast. Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> the stuff that talk, doesn't talk doesn't, doesn't go over very well. 30 seconds of G'day reading. She's a slow reader as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> she sounds it all out. Sound it out for the crowd. <laughs> all right, and my name's Luke. I am your uh, DM slash MC uh, for today. Uh, as always, this is an adventure that you guys uh, know very little, if, if anything, about before going in. Do not even know the title. Although, uh, that said, this is a quite auspicious episode because, uh, as people may know, we open up audience participation to the Facebook discussion group, which is called Fruitless Pursuits Podcast Discussion Group. And uh, I started a thread which was specifically engineered towards this episode. And um, a lot of people jumped in, and uh, there are actually 10 contributors to this episode Ooh. who have um, created a bit of a, a environment for you guys. So I'm very excited about that. This is like when you play Journey and then you get to the end of it and there's just this big sequence of all these people that apparently played it with you. And you're like, what? What? Yeah. <laughs> so it's a tricky one in terms of um, I don't want to use people's full names and I don't want to break immersion while we're in there to, to credit everything. But uh Let's just up the front. I want to thank Matthew. I want to thank Troy, Declan, uh, C. David. I want to thank uh, Micah. I want to thank Johannes. I want to thank Tristan and Kurt and Emily and Edward, all who have uh, contributed things here. And if you want to see specifically what they contributed, go to that Facebook discussion group that I, I said. I want to thank Jesus. Uh, I also want to thank, um, our Patreon has been uh, firing along. We've had three new subscribers uh, that I wasn't aware of since we recorded last. Yeah. (laughs) So, um, by the way, uh, Jacinta, who handles the Patreon, says, tell Paris, for God's sake, to unsubscribe. (laughs) No! Um, I'm a fan of the FP cast. (laughs) So, uh, huge thanks to to Peter, to Kurt, and to Carl. Um, As always, Will, if you guys have any items or things that you want to put in, the show uh please let me know you can message me directly if um, you've already put something out there and i've failed to see it um but uh, yeah thanks so much like the audience participation has been uh really sort of shooting up and um probably a bad choice of words uh, but <laughs> we are in fancy australia that's right uh they've skipped those uh toilets <laughs> with the blue lights and uh they're shooting up and uh we're lucky that they've injected a bit of fun into the show, <laughs> as you guys will see. So, um, with all that said, shall we uh, get into this new adventure? Yeah. Yes. Get it yes. All right. So, let's go to a good old classic briefing in Hal's moving shithole, your mobile magical base. Now, didn't Bramble Bramble went go missing? You know, he, he went, went off. off to do some... Sorry? Yes, you explain. Oh, why. he went on some business. <laughs> he went um. on some wi- wizard business. <laughs> All right. Some business. Business. Oh, nice. He had okay. to uh, go and do a, le- a wee bit of business and... <laughs> Masturbating. Yeah. In a right. bush. That's what Brandon Wank does. But, funnily enough, funny you should mention this, because at the head of the table <laughs> is not your manager, Wenzo. But your wizard friend, Bramblewank, who you haven't seen for a couple of weeks because he has been on Wizness. 
Well, that's a pleasant <laughs> surprise. Taking care of wizards. <laughs> So Bramble Wank, who's, um, you know, this uh, tall, thin human wizard with a, a big brown uh, Bramble-filled beard. That's legit not what I was picturing, but okay. <laughs> You've seen pictures of him. Have I? He's, oh. I've been drawing covers, <laughs> stories, and he's been on there. There's an awful lot of people in these covers. <laughs> yeah. All Bramble right. Wank, you Pray dirty continue. dog. Okay. You're back. Yes. Yes. Hello, How my was, dear, dear friends. How was your business trip? Oh, very good, very good. I've been gathering parts for my uh, latest invention. Uh, we had a trial of it not that long ago, if you recall. It was a kind of portal that you were able to use to, <coughs> to talk to people in faraway places That's through right. magic. We talked to Mackenzie's mum. That's correct, yes. <laughs> Two points to you. I am keeping yes. score. That's what one does at one of these briefings, is it not? Yep. Uh, correct. Sure, why not? When it gets the shithole. No way. I don't know about that. Oh, unless you're referring something to other, to other than this uh, little vehicle nope. that we're okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now, so my Sky Portal, or Skype as I like to call it. <laughs> Takes a little bit less time. That's a catchy name. Yes. <sighs> wow. Um, I'm going to take it to... Oh, but Wednesday, by the way, is uh, is off with his son. Aww. Aww. A little bit of father and son bonding. Oh, good, shifty fuck. It's like ten years overdue, but you know. Oh, well, he's done it quite a bit recently, <laughs> if you recall. Though I think someone's having memory problems <laughs> this I, morning. Look, I don't bother myself with what Wenzo's doing. <laughs> <laughs> Well, because it sounded like you were quite bothered about them, <laughs> what Wenzel had been doing. That was my confusion. <laughs> anyway. I'm going to a convention. Oh, a convention dear. of wizards to show off my new invention and hopefully land some investors. An invention convention? A sort of invention convention for wizards. Can you believe it? They call it... Wizard World. Wow. That sounds fun. Yeah, well. Is Mackenzie going? Mackenzie, well, you're, a, you're a wizard. Yes, Mackenzie, all a wizard. If you'd like to rub elbows with some other wizards, then Wizard World is quite the place. <laughs> I fucking hate wizards. Do you? What? Why? That makes a lot of sense. Well, it's basically a whole world of wizards, but uh, tell me, why do you hate wizards? <laughs> Well, look, Bramblewank, I hate, I, I hate to single you out like this. <laughs> Do you? Well, no. But I feel like there is a case in point for you being a solid indicator of the wizarding world. <laughs> and me being a very classy outlier. Mackenzie, haven't you learned your lesson that if you base your opinion on a whole group of people from one person, it can cause problems? I think you're not looking... <laughs> Every wizard has a good quality. Bramblewank has given us a home to live in, and you've got an octopus. <laughs> <laughs> that, I do have an octopus, yes. And it's all right, it's favorite. all right. I have very thick skin, particularly around the loins from all my, <laughs> from all my activities with rather rough wood objects. Case in point. <laughs> so... 
you're going to show your your sky my sky portal po sky portals yes yeah. yes 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 so if you'd like to come with me where well, i'm about to take the shithole to digi ridge <gasps> here's a question why do you need us <clears throat> i just thought you'd like a little bit of a trip i'll run the cash register I will take every free item that has been given away. Well, there will be lots of samples. There will be a lot of wizards there. Sa that's the word I was looking for. <laughs> and, in, and in fact, Wenzo, in a very rare occasion, has left you with 600 gold pieces in case you want to invest in the future of magical items. All right, that's well, highly suspicious. 600 each? What's well, 200? No, 600 in total. Wenzo's with his son. Yeah, I'm dubious. He's probably just in a happy mood. As Wenzo's assistant, assistant team manager, I'll be taking that and I'll put it in my little pocket. Good, good. How much is space-wise? <laughs> How many pockets do I need? Uh, for 600? Yeah. Um, well, like... it's in ones. <laughs> it's so... And you can fit one coin in a pocket. Yeah. I imagine I'm walking like like a starfish sort of. Yeah. Like... Imagine you got cargo pants on. Yeah. So like Kramer in the Seinfeld episode with all the change. And they're like, yes. yes. I'm too young for that, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> and, I'm sorry, Paris. And the last hundred is in silver. But the advantage is it does add three to your armor class. Yes! Because uh, you are just covered in metal. Guys, ask me for some money. And about 40 kilos to your weight. Can I have yeah. some money? What do you think I am? Made yeah. of money? Ew. <laughs> and uh, minus five of your dexterity. Um, minus stealth because I jingle. Jingle, yeah, you are. You are a jingle jangle. And some minus kind of all acrobatics. <laughs> no, I can do good cartwheels. In my little starfish. So anyway. <laughs> let me tell you a little bit about Digi Ridge. Digi Ridge is not in fantasy Western Australia. It is the capital of fantasy Southern Australia. And it is the home of the Sprogs. In order to explain the Sprogs a little bit, I'm actually going to do something which uh, is a first on this show. Because uh, people who aren't on our Facebook page might not realise that uh, I've started writing a Fantasy Australia source book. Yes. And I'm going to read a little bit of the entry on Sprogs so that everybody knows exactly what a Sprog is. So here we go. Sprogs are not to be confused with little tackers, as Sprogs are even smaller and nowhere near as pretty. In other realms, they would be called gnomes, turned into stone, placed in a front garden, and have the shit kicked out of them by a drunken teenager. Sprogs risk all these things in Fantasy Australia, but have developed special skills to compensate for their shortcomings. Sprogs may look like dolls with heads made out of dried apples, but their scant nogs actually contain a generous helping of brains. Sprogs are natural thinkers, philosophers, problem solvers, and inventors, and tend to excel in fields like academics and engineering. Lazy DMs can always rely on a sprog to whip up a steampunk version of some modern device that you're desperately that you're desperate to clumsily shoehorn into the game. Yeah, it's a steampunk Lockheed Martin F-22 Raptor fighter jet because a sprog <laughs> made it after breakfast. So they are the tech people, and mm. Richie Didge itself isn't really the tech capital, but there is a valley just to the north of um, Digi Ridge. Which is, and that is called Silly Cunt Valley. <laughs> <laughs> and um, the, the Silly Cunts there develop a lot of interesting uh, tech. Mm -hmm. And um, it, it's been the perfect place for the wizards to hold this Wizard World convention. Because the idea is that 
perhaps a partnership can be formed and there can be some sort of cross between the magical and the tech. So maybe these uh, sprogs will invest in these inventions and um, maybe they can learn from each other's knowledge a little bit. It's amazing. So yeah, so that's the uh, that that's the feeling. So um, you guys will the house moving shithole will appear in a bush um, just at the top of the valley, and we can see uh, a lot uh, a big convention center down there amongst the um, rolling hills and vineyards of um, what what is otherwise a very natural organic place that um, has these kind of sleek sprog built buildings in the center. Uh, and the heart of which is the convention center where Wizard World is going to happen. So, are we all ready? Shall we go into the building? Yes. Should, yes. We, should we dress up as wizards? Yes. <laughs> I don't feel like I can be any wizardier than I currently am. I'm wearing like a big scarf and dark sunglasses. And if anyone asks, my name is not Mackenzie. Mmm. Oof. Oof. Uh, she's... I'm gonna dress. Up. I'm gonna dress like a wizard. Yeah. A little bit of wizard cosplay <laughs> I, I for the con. <laughs> exactly like Mackenzie. Like you can't fit into any of my shit. Son. With the scarves and the sunglasses, or her normal. Yeah. yeah. I'm wearing. Do you wear purple? Yeah. Sure. And I'm wearing a purple out? robe. Got the midriff showing. Yes. With a midriff. Yeah. <laughs> Big scarf, sunglasses, and if anyone asks, my name's not Mackenzie. Oh, that, it's true though. <laughs> your name's not Mackenzie. Yeah, my name's just Plank. To be fair. <laughs> and I'm dressed like Bramble Wank. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a great big bushy beard. <laughs> you just like gathered all your hair around <laughs> yeah. the front of your face. I'm a ginger Bramble Wank. Just nice. tied bags around your head. That's where all the coins are. <laughs> yes. It's a beard yeah. of coins. Lots of coins and a beard. There's plenty of uh, beard hair in the shower if you want something a little bit more authentic. Maybe I will. No, I'm just kidding. Oh. I don't shower. <laughs> We're all wizards. <laughs> so look, it's a hive of activity and wizards of all different races in um, very bold, eccentric costumes are wandering around and you can hear a lot of ooh and oh and look at that and ooh how magical <laughs> as the wizards um, interact with things. But you've got to sort of go through a little bit of a, a checkpoint first. Mm-hmm. And um, there are a, a group of uh, dudes there who um, are the sponsors of the show. So the convention is sponsored uh, by Jeff Bro Inc., and um, it's a company who are selling a energy drink called Four Belocos. They're, they're very, like, wide-eyed, amped dudes <laughs> who are like, Yo, 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 Four Belocos! And they want, you to, they want you to get it into you, slam it down. Um, this is a drink that is going to kick your ass. Oh. <laughs> I love a drink. You, okay, so they um, they have some uh, six-packs for, like, a gold if you want to grab one. Do you have any free samples? Um, <laughs> they do have a free sample. Oh, yes, please. I mean, yes, please. Um, <laughs> there, there are, you will notice there are people here around here that you can pretend to be a wizard, but there are people that aren't wizards <laughs> as well because the investors are here oh. uh, as well. Um, all right, so, um, Plank, you have a sip of this stuff, which is... Um, a kind of uh, bubbly, acidic kind of gut rotting thing, but it instantly gives you um, wings. 
Wings. Yeah. Wow. Um, Another way to fly. That's like will never use. No, it doesn't give you real wings. Uh, but it is going to give you um, plus three to strength. Oh, yeah. For uh, how long? For, uh, just for uh, five hours. It's five hour energy. <laughs> just for five hours. Just for five hours. It's going to be plus three to strength. That's I'm like, oh, fuck yeah, boys. Yeah, 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 boys. It's yeah. going to give you plus four to dex. Oh, fuck yeah. It's going to give you plus three to constitution. Yes. <laughs> but, bro, you're going to lose a minus six intelligence. What? I don't have enough. <laughs> minus three wisdom. <laughs> okay. And minus two charisma. <laughs> Uh, how much to charisma? Minus two to charisma. <laughs> yeah, I, l- I lost that word as well. Well, buddy, you're a fucking idiot. Oh, but it's going to give you an extra attack. Yes! <laughs> how do you feel about plus ten feet to movement? I fucking love it! <laughs> you're immune to sleep, to charm, <laughs> and exhaustion. Oh, have we been doing exhaustion? But you're going to get mania! <laughs> You might be prone to fits of rage. (laughs) (laughs) Smashed a can on my head. Hey, you You see that duck over there? Yeah. There's no duck. You're having a hallucination. Shit. (laughs) No. Yes. (laughs) These guys have been hiding their accents uh, very well, but they're actually um, from a faraway place called Murica. 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 And they've been uh, sent sent uh, away for being useless assholes, and have set up a shop here in Australia, where they um, fit in like nothing else. Now, now, Plank, you can hear um, your, your heartbeat is really sort of pounding now. Okay, and you know when you can re- like suddenly really feel that in your ears. Yeah, and you can um, feel this kind of rage-inducing music that you can just like hear <laughs> at the back. It sort of sounds like Limp Biscuit. Okay. <laughs> and you guys, like, looking at Plank, could swear that the tips of his hair are frosted. <laughs> oh, shit. And it makes you talk in an American accent. Ah, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look, that's as good as any American has done an Australian accent. Hey boys! <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> Jersey Shore. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I will buy. <laughs> no. This oh. is gonna end well. <laughs> I'm sorry, America. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta really like pick a person or a thing, yeah. don't you? It's like very hard otherwise because there's well, so you many. Went straight for Boston, which I would argue is the hardest. There's so many different. Boston. Uh... That's the only one I can do. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know why. Maybe it's close to Australia. This is how I talk now. <laughs> Guys. Hey, poorly. I'm feeling really good about myself. <laughs> my charisma might have went down, but my self-confidence is through the roof. <laughs> is this Are you like- ready to kick ass? I am ready to kick all kinds of ass. Do you feel rage? I am angry to a point. <laughs> I'm angry. <laughs> I will buy a six pack of your beverage. Yeah, that's one gold. Sold. Good day, pay the man. I jingle my arm at him. How about you two bitches? Oh, you hey. ready to have some uh, for bloco kicking your ass? Look, I admire the energy of your sales pitch, but I really need that bonus to intelligence. Is so. it gonna kick your ass, or am no. I gonna kick your ass? I might kick your ass with savings. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> I'm very confused. What's happening here? <laughs> Look. The Yeehaw! Tab- <laughs> big hat! 
Jiggity <laughs> <laughs> dog. Look, g'day. This is your call, but it, yeah, I don't need strength bonuses. <laughs> I want. Let's get one more, and we'll slip it into Wenzo's drink one night, just for fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, no, let's do that. All right, so you're gonna take one for the on the road. Yep. I'll keep track of how much money we have, guys. Okay, should we take a six-pack, then, for future lols? Yeah. So we have two six-packs. So there's two six-packs. And, and that was the drink side, and then um, a catering cart comes up to you guys, and there is a uh, rather scrawny human there, and he's got um, a whole bunch of apples in his cart, and he's like, ah, uh, oh, g'day, g'day, can I interest you in an apple? It's uh, good brain food, uh, good for your brain, good for your brain, uh, good keeps the doctor away. I feel like we don't encounter, like, fresh fruit fresh very fruit. often. It's quite fresh, yes. How, how do they look? Uh, a lot of them have, uh, look, they're very rosy, very red. Uh, some of them have bites out of them. A lot of them have bites out of them, but that's only because the customers just weren't quite ready to invest in them just yet. But uh, if, if you'd like a bite, uh, they're bloody good apples. I would love a bite. If you could find <laughs> me one with no bites, sure. I'll have one too. How much are they? Uh, they're uh, just uh, five silver pieces each. Oh, cool. Let's get 20. As long 20 as there's apples? no bites. <laughs> just round it up. Oh, just small bites. <laughs> No, no bites. It's just, uh, well, hmm. Have a rummage. This one doesn't have a bite, he says, holding one up in his palm. I don't have time for this bullshit. <laughs> Here, I'll, I'll get, I'll grab one from Mackenzie and I cut a slice off that doesn't have a bite in it. There you go. There you don't go. enable this idiot. There you go. All right, fine. <laughs> thank you, thank you. And, uh, yes, there's your apples. Uh, oh, sorry. Uh, how'd you like them apples? How did I like them? How did you like them apples? I've had better. <laughs> Are then they I... just regular apples? They, yeah, just they taste good actually. Oh, okay. Wow, I liked it ninety-eight <laughs> <laughs> percent. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm not really picking up the vibe you're putting down there, sir. <laughs> All right, apples, apples. <laughs> and this um, guy wanders uh, off and and around the the convention. So. Um, that, that was basically your last sort of thing before we open up into the wide convention floor. And uh, Bramblewank's table is quite close to the door, so he starts uh, setting up his stuff um, quite eagerly and says, uh, why don't you guys have a look around the convention? And, and if there's anything um, that's important and of interest, come and let him know. Mm -hmm. Does Bramblewank have a formal name? or is He's Hal Bramblewank. Okay. He was formerly Hal Frodestop. And there was a whole adventure about that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, Hal Bramblewank is, is doing his Skype thing, and you guys get to wander around the con and meet some of these uh, wizards. These unlikely chaps. And, um, of course, this is where our uh, friends on the forums, they've all set up a table at this booth. Oh, shit! <laughs> <laughs> and uh, shall we see what... Uh, what, sh what awesome shit we can buy? They've uh, created a... Uh, they've each created a wizard and some products. Oh, dear. <laughs> so um, let's go for a tour of the convention floor. All right. Can I, can I see anyone that has is selling, like, really pimping wizard robes? Uh, no, actually. Oh. No. No, this is more of a um, it's, it's sort of experimental new product thing. Mm -hmm. You know, that, that's the sort of thing you might see in a in a wizard shop in uh, you know Taterton, but this is Silicon Valley. Yeah, but you know, this is uh, this is quite fancy. 
Um, there are a few things, though, to certainly enhance a wizard's uh, body or performance. <laughs> okay. So I delete those emails, but okay. <laughs> first, <laughs> first booth uh, is the booth of a wizard called Rustling Woe Sun. Oh boy. Mm-hmm. Hello! <laughs> Everybody talks like this, by the way. How are you all today? Welcome to Wizard World! Uh-huh. I'm good, how are you? I'm doing uh, exceptionally well. <laughs> Is that fate soon? Boston! Like? I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> you got another four and four quarters hours of that. No, that's just the... In real time. <laughs> real time. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to see I've got a couple of new inventions uh, to show you? Alright. I've got the Eagle Rocker. It causes budgies and other woeful flying bastards to fall from the sky like bricks. Oh! It turns them into a brick and they just drop. That's so mean. Bam! Feathers everywhere. Fuck you, budgie. (laughs) (laughs) What do you think? That sounds really sad. You think it's got legs? No. I feel like it has the opposite of legs. Yeah. Because they fall from the sky. Never mind. (laughs) I think you're thinking of wings. (laughs) Either way, they're all squished under a brick. Well, they are the brick. Ah. What do you do? You use it uh, much in your personal life? Well, I haven't uh, so much yet, but uh, I look forward to going down to the beach and trying on some seagulls. Did you get? Uh, did you have some sort of traumatic bird-related incident from when you were a child? Uh, yes. What and I did. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Yes, and I did have a traumatic, uh, yes, I was eating my chips on the beach, uh-huh. and uh, a seagull came and stole the chip right out from my hands. Oh, no. Well, and that's... I've never tried a chip, oh. because I couldn't get them into my mouth fast enough. I feel like this invention was a somewhat overreaction to that event. But... You've never eaten a chip in your life? <laughs> well, if you want some chips, they're probably selling some for, like, 20, 30 gold. Plus we're inside, so there's no birds. <laughs> well, that's true, but there'll be no birds anyway, thanks to my little invention. What? The Eagle Rocker! <laughs> <laughs> All right, look, if you don't like that, it's not really ready yet, this invention. But uh, if we can get some investment from you sharks, who knows? <laughs> it's called, and funnily enough, this is also about chips, but I didn't read that far. <laughs> but it actually makes for a solid character arc on my behalf. So, what a wonderful, wizardy, magical coincidence. The chip digit. What? It's a revolutionary device that allows users to fast fry objects. It simply fits over the finger of choice and whammo! You can make all the dim sims or chips you want. Hmm. And by appointing it a potato, now I'm making chips. <laughs> that sounds. I actually nice. feel like that has applications because you can fast fry shit, and it does not have any kind of bacteria on it anymore. Yeah, I could kill a man and fast fry him. Fast fry his. Well, face. Fine, but I'm not going to eat it. You could fry birds. Yeah, they turn to stone though. Ah, <laughs> oh, mate. But, oh my goodness! <laughs> you could um shoot a whole bunch of seagulls. <laughs> Out of the sky that you just lured with your chip digit. And then, with all the bricks that fell down, you could build your own chip shop. That's true. Don't steal my idea, man. No, I, I think that's my idea. Uh, no, I'm setting up a booth. Don't you point at me, I'll point at you with my <laughs> no! chip digit. Plank, you're the, you're the chef of the group. a tiny little nugget. A little dim sim. <laughs> you're the chef? What do you reckon? What do you think, man? 
I th- I think it sounds like a great idea. <laughs> <laughs> Do you get to roll anything to try and fight this? <laughs> fight what? I'll, I'll leave well, it up no, to... It's, it's coming so naturally. I'll, like, why I'll leave it up to, mess with that? to Plank as to how it's affecting his physiology. I'm just a guy at a convention with his two best friends and 17 monkeys... And I don't know what is your problem. I really like your energy. <laughs> Thank you. There's a van over there that can help you. Hey, 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 don't listen to that guy. Come over here. Come over here. Yeah, that's right. I'm a wizard. We don't all talk the same. That would make for a very boring episode. Plank hey, runs over there. All right. What's your name? Grease Gustus the Greasy. Wow. Can I interest you in some boots of slipping and stripping? And he steps out from the table <laughs> and you see he's wearing thigh-high lace-up stiletto-heeled boots. Plank. <laughs> they coat the wearer in a thin sheen of oil, which makes you uh, very slippery and able to make some bloody slippery escapes out of some slippery situations. <laughs> if you've ever wanted to get out of a hole or perhaps into one, I'll tell Tell you what, these will come in handy. Only thing you got to do to uh, to, to trigger this uh, greasy natural sheen is remove an item of clothing, other than the boots, of course. I like to keep these bad boys on till right till I finish. <laughs> Wait, so I have to be covered in grease my entire life. <laughs> Well, on the you... off chance someone might grab me. Well, I feel like you've been grabbed a fair bit. Look, I don't, think I don't think you get into mate. What happens? You wear these boots, which, to be fair, look, they look fucking great, right? <laughs> they do. You wear these boots, you're strutting around, you're not greasy, you're just fashionable. <laughs> <laughs> then some fucker comes out of nowhere, tries to grab you, right? You whip off an item of clothing and then you are covered in fucking grease, mate. You're slippery as a, as a, as a fucking... Uh, Greased eel. Greased eel, yes. What about if you're just like, you're wearing a jacket and then you're hot and you take off your jacket, will it happen automatically? You will end up very greasy. <laughs> but uh, I ask you, is that a bad thing? Yes! No, I actually feel like there's applications for this. I think mostly Mackenzie's appeal, like, enjoying the idea of being, like, six foot five. Mm. Oh, yeah, they'll add a a little bit of height. Mainly add a little bit of grease. Also that. And by a little bit, I mean a lot of fucking grease. (laughs) If I have the boots on, do I have to take them both off at the exact same time? Because if I take one off at a time... Will I get covered in grease? No, 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 look, no, mate. The boots are exempt. Oh, oh, yes, I've been very clear about that. You need to be wearing the boots for the effect to work. Are you not listening, Not just one boot? Why don't you get it? Look, I'm over here, mate. What are you looking at? You're looking over my shoulder. <laughs> Who's oh, that guy? Right here. No, there's no one there, mate. There's, I'm talking to the guy behind you. You, you are getting, you, you are sounding a little aggressive to me, mate. I am just trying. I'm just trying Plank. to sell my boots. Okay. I go to grab him. <laughs> Whoa, hey. And he whips off his shirt <laughs> and slips right out of your reach. Oh, where'd he go? <laughs> I don't know where he went. Well, if that wasn't enough of a demonstration, ladies and gentlemen, I don't know what was. How much? 100 gold. Per boot? 75 and I'll do it. It was per boot, so 125. I'm going to do it. Ah, fucking no. Uh, 75 uh, for a pair. Look who's trying to greasily slip out of this deal. (laughs) 75 for a pair? Yep. 90. That's my best offer. 80 and we'll shake on it right now. 100. We're out of here, mate. 
All right. Shut up, good day. <laughs> Shall we shake on it? No, you greasy bastard. I, don't uh, I didn't fall for it. I was going to slip right out of here. <laughs> I'll shake on it. No. Nope. Thanks, standing in the corner, just like <laughs> shaking, shaking nothing in the air. There's nothing there, mate. Uh, all right. Well, I'll do 85. 85 it is. Go on, knock yourself out. Have some boots of slipping and stripping. Thank you. You can see um, a very fidgety fellow at the next it's table. It's Plank. It's a little wizard who's sitting there fidgeting with the device. You can't really see it. It's uh, in the palm of his hand and he's sort of covering it and he's very fixated. Hi, friend. What's that? What's that you got there? I call it the Felix Fuckery Focuser. And he holds it up and you see this spinning device in his palm. And uh, you need to make a wisdom save. All of us? Yes. Everyone is looking at it. Uh, Twelve. Five. Seven. All of you are just mesmerized <laughs> by this spinning device. Seems to be spinning around like a metal washer. And it's just spinning, 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 and you can't stop looking. And he just holds it there for... Three hours? Three and three quarter <laughs> hours. I'm giving you some options, Blaine. <laughs> <laughs> and then he suddenly stops it, and you snap completely out of it. What? Mesmer and you and you feel very irritated and can't understand the hype behind this spinning thing. That seems like shit. But what are the applications? It's a mesmerizing device. It's good to fidget with if you have trouble focusing. But show it to someone and sure. they'll be bloody mesmerized. No, I looked at it. Shall I great. show you again? Yeah, okay. You start spinning the thing. <laughs> Everyone roll a wisdom safe. Fifteen. Thirteen. Eighteen. No, now you're just irritated with it. You've seen it before. Yeah. It doesn't work. All right. I want you to try that one more time. I'm going to intentionally not look at it. Well, if you don't look at it, it won't, <laughs> it won't work, love. That, that's the whole premise. Yeah, I want to see what it does to the other two. Oh, oh okay. Yes, all right. Spin. All right. And I, does it count if I don't fight it? Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll just do nothing. So they're just mesmerized, just standing there enthralled looking at it. I give them a bit of a prod, nothing happens. Yeah, it depends how hard you prod. Well, I poke Plank pretty hard. Okay, you, know, you feel the pain Plank ah, and that snaps you out of it. The fuck, dickhead? I was just testing. Testing what? Look, uh, if you know someone gets damaged while th- this is happening, it's going to snap them out of it. But uh, if you want to stall someone or you have trouble focusing, you need something to do with your hands. Trying to cut back on the durries. I'm trying to cut back on the durries. Look, can someone free this thing? So stop. We stop the thing so that G'day's not mesmerized anymore. <laughs> How much? 50 gold. Look, they're going to be crazy. They're going to be, they're going to take off. They're going to be everywhere. Think about it. No, I'll think about it. 85. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of stuff happening over at the next table. Ooh. It belongs to Tacklin Orglow. And this is uh, for Gauntlet Grim Gear. And this is obviously one of the bigger companies. They're, they've got a lot of uh, items and they've got a lot of staff wearing um, Gauntlet Grim Gear gear. Uh huh. Um, t shirts and things. And um, the uh, Tacklin Orglow, the uh, head wizard there, Sees you guys and he's like, gentlemen, 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 ever get tired of losing your familiar to stupid low-level spells? Ever get caught in an area of effect spell and vaporize your familiar? Ever had a wild beast randomly grab your familiar and kill it? Of course this has happened to you. The average familiar only has five hit points or whatever that is. <laughs> you don't hit it five times. I mean, I don't have a familiar. I 
What happened to your familiar, son? Did he die? Did something drop on him? Did he? Oh, God. What Maybe you, it was too traumatic and I forgot. What you need is one of our tactical uh, familiars. Our base model is still plated turtle, is capable of withstanding over 30 hit points of damage, whatever that is, and has an armor class of 16, whatever that is. So it's just a t the turtle just follows me around? Or can it fit other familiars? Are there different familiars? Well, how about our regenerating Frogzilla, which can regrow from even the tiniest bit of flesh into a full-grown familiar in just under one minute? Uh, please Ooh. keep careful uh, track of any bits that are hacked off, however. Is it big? Is that why it's called Frogzilla? How about our deluxe model Microdemon? <laughs> you looking for something smaller? Um, I mean, I was saying... Bigger. The Microdemon, this four centimeter <laughs> tall bit of summon badness, will give you years of services that's immune to fire, cold, thunder, lightning, acid, poison, force, necrotic, radiant, and attacks from non-magical weapons. In fact, it's so tough, it might not be able to be affected by anything. It may have severe behavioral problems and a bit of a coward, but that's secondary compared to its survivability. <laughs> you guys tried that for bloco? Holy <laughs> fuck! Plank, it's like a tiny little you. Yeah. Does it, what is it, does it look like me? Is it like little and red with horns? Look like you, boy. I, I'm i looking at you, I'm seeing, a, I'm seeing a scarf, I'm seeing some sunglasses, I'm thinking you're some kind of uh, pretty dame under there. No, it doesn't look like you, it's a little demon, a little red guy with horns. <gasps> I'll buy it. <laughs> 85 gold. Now you are a licensed wizard who, uh, it, it, it does have the fine familiar uh, spell in your spell book, if I could <coughs> uh, have a look oh, at that. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, it is, a, it is a requirement in order to, uh, you know, run this little thing off. Yes. If you're lying I, to me, I'm going to fucking kick your ass. I am not. I pull out, I use thaumaturgy to pull out whatever it is you're asking for. <laughs> yeah, no, that's not going to work, son. <laughs> but look, a minor illusion. <laughs> Hey, hey, look, 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 forget the, forget the, forget the familiars. Look, I feel like I'm being overly familiar with the three of you here. You're tired of using stupid spells to cast reaction spells like shield or counter spell? Allow me to introduce you to our newest entries in our SYA line. SYA, what does that stand for, lady? Stupid young animals? Spells you aren't using. Side note, <laughs> uh, marketing is still working on that uh, uh, on that name. Mm. Uh, but but, but it will, it'll gather all your spells together. Uh, there's the SYA shield. That is an airbag that inflates from your upper arms or, or, or your back to provide an additional plus five to your AC, whatever that is. <laughs> R&D assures me they've got the explosive deployment all worked out. It is <laughs> safe. Safer than it's ever been. Demonstration! Yeah. Pull some cords. <laughs> on his cape and a big airbag blows up around uh is it around his body or just around his back does he float away around the around his back and sort of over his shoulders like big pauldrons can he see now yeah i can see i'm a little, a little squashed under here Honestly, i I'm... grab the tiny demon and i run <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to steal something from a wizard convention boy i'm not stealing anything old man <laughs> It's my son! <laughs> the familiar just vanishes <laughs> oh, in a what? puff of smoke. Ah, <laughs> uh, I see what you did and there. And then it reappears back at the table. Dick. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I would have been so on board with that flotation if it had been a full body, like, inflation. Like, you suddenly go from nothing to Violet Beauregard. That mm. would have been amazing. I got something else for you. I, I, I hear you. It's a tube with a cartridge, and you quickly whip it out and aim it at the aggressive spellcaster. We call it the SYA counterspell, trademarked. Just pull the trigger to interrupt someone's spell. 
I want to reiterate at this time that Gauntlet Grim Gear is not responsible for you sh shoot uh, counterspelling anyone who does not mean you harm. It's not casting a spell or who might just be stretching. <laughs> Mackenzie, this all sounds like you stuff. Well, we're in a wizard convention. <gasps> Look, why don't you... Why don't you... <laughs> Have a little think about it, all how, right? How much is the wand? Uh, the counterspell, that's still uh, that's uh, in development. Would you like to invest in it? How much for Well, it? you tell me. Make me a deal. Mackenzie. How often can you use it? Buy me a mini demon. <laughs> uh, well, uh, that's something we're kind of working out. It'll be a couple of times a day, three, four times a day, five times if we get enough seed money. If I invest, what do I get? Uh, you would get a share in the company, and you would get uh, first access to our prototypes when they uh, come out the door. When we expected to see them. Well, uh, probably I'd say we got about an eighteen-month uh, cycle here. I mean, we got a couple of prototypes here already, but they're not Look, really. Look, I'm in a rough line sale. of work. I'm probably going to be dead in eighteen months. True, Can true, you true, move true. This along. Well, look, if we uh, get enough investment, uh, yeah, sure. That's not a yes. Well, how much are you you gonna invest, sweetheart? I feel like the more you invest, the more you'll get back. No, I don't... Mm. Look, I tell you what, I tell you what, I tell you what, I got, I got stuff to do, but I'm going to give you my uh, business card. Uh, this is a very special card. Uh, they are guaranteed to be razor sharp, fly more than 40 feet, and leave a nasty festering wound. I assure you, nobody will forget you or your company. Check this out. And he, like, flings one, and it goes flying across the um, corridor to the Micah Industries booth, where you hear... <laughs> A uh, startled scream. Oh, that is awesome. That is some gambit. Bullshit. Finally, we have a business card. Plank pulls it out, shoves it in that thing we got a couple episodes ago, and projects it onto the wall so everyone can see it. Well, yeah, look at that. That's a fine look, boy. Look here, take some more. That's amazing. <laughs> if you can, if you can spread the word out there for uh, the old uh, uh, Gauntlet Grim gear, uh, would be uh, would be would be more than thrilled. Easy, yeah. It's, uh, oh. <coughs> Oh, 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 fuck, mate. It's been like five hours since I had that thing. <laughs> Jeez. Whew. Oh. That's better. That's, That's much better. Oh, fuck, I thought you were dolphins. <laughs> oh, well, oh, please. Fucking flashbacks. Very confusing. Very, very confusing. I don't ever want that to happen again. All right, next table. In Calbert Fizzwizzle. Fizz, in Calbert Fizzwizzle. Fuck you, listeners. Um, <laughs> This is Micah Industries. We've in cover, uh, covered them before. Uh, in Calbert Fizz Whistle works for Micah Industries. Um, they've got a couple of things. They've got the MI pod. So, Micah Industries magically enhance some of the naturally occurring flora of Fantasy Australia. It's the happy, friendly black bean plant. We've taken the pod from this not at all highly toxic uh, plant. Warning, prolonged exposure to beans may result in uh, skin irritation, vomiting, diarrhea, blindness, and death. Micah Industries accepts no responsibility for injuries <laughs> caused by improper use. <laughs> and magically enhance their size. Inside an MI pod, you'll be able to relax and listen to your favourite music via a pair of boxes that have been woven into the World Wide Web. The deluxe version comes with an enchanted mirror that will show uh, plays that are on in participating theatres. I feel like we need this. You we can take turns you. using it. A... You get to sit in a giant uh, bean. black bean pod. That's like my Do you dream. have to float in it? Are you like floating in water? No, you're not floating in water. That would like fuck up the, the spider webs in there. True. <laughs> Jesus, this good. is a this is a tech convention. This sounds very expensive. It is, it is very expensive. We have five thousand. Next table. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, I've got one other thing. A little bit cheaper. Yeah? The MI uh, Mac. That's a magically accelerated carrot. Uh, simply load a carrot into the, end of the tube, pointing the direction of someone you don't like, and press here, and then he fires a carrot across to uh, the uh, Gauntlet Grim. Yeah, <laughs> and you hear a scream uh, come from uh, that direction. Oh, by the way, this guy as well was talking the whole time with a, a business card slice <laughs> above his eyebrow. Just wedged. Yeah. How much is that? Uh, for the, uh, the the carrot thing, uh, three hundred gold. That's seems like a lot to shoot a carrot. Yeah, but like mate, it's. Re- I can also throw them. You can get a lot of uh, lot as fast as fast and as hard as I just shot that bloody thing yeah. with magic across the f- from my iMac. Maybe. Mate, you threw and then used gust of wind. Mate, yeah. oh well, look, if you've got a bloody better way to do it, then fine. But I think this is bloody elegant, and and it's our sleek, simplistic design that m- most people find. Attractive about. Does the carrot look. do anything at the end? No, look, it's just a regular carrot. I mean, that's the <laughs> fucking beauty of it. I mean, you could eat it, I guess. You know what but it's, cool? it's renewable ammunition. If you shot it and then whoever it hit turned into a bunny rabbit. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> fuck, that's good. Do it, man. <sighs> and maybe make it a G'day. little bit cheaper. G'day. This is really important. You have more luck with this than us. You need to convince him to give us a bean pod <laughs> so that we can promote it to people. As we ah. go. You're influencers, are you? Yes. We are, we are absolutely influencers, yes. We are hopping up frequently with the Hemsworths. The World Wide Web. My ex-wife created that. Really? She left me. <laughs> she left me uh, and took everything. <laughs> yeah. I have nothing. You're probably not a great person uh, to go into business then with, mate, to be honest. We're, we're influencers. We influenced you on improving your carrot throw a thing. We could we could influence other people, right guys? Do you guys? like the music right. of Reggie Dig Digiton? Because we ended his career. <laughs> Although I'm going to put you guys on a short list, alright? We'll contact you. Uh, okay. okay. Next table is a big old wizard that's leering at you. Oh boy. For Feninze, Rumpelshanks, Rumpelfugly Inc. Uh-huh. Oh, my, 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 com- my company name is Rumpelfugly. Uh, I'm inv- unveiling a wand that makes a beautiful women. Like, like the two of you. Or men, I suppose. Uh, want to bed the user of the wand. However, it does uh, make them look uh, far less attractive. Hmm. It no. makes the user look far less attractive? Yeah. But the person wants to sleep this, with you. This guy's really ugly, by the way. What? It, how many times have you used that? Uh, well, it's still in development. It hasn't quite <laughs> worked out as a... Uh... Yeah, well, I just <laughs> sort of feel like that would get you jailed pretty fast. Shoot me with it. Some security guys come in, <laughs> bundle this guy up, <laughs> and, and wheel him off. Can I snatch the the wand before like he goes? Yeah, yes. And break it. it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, very good. And and um, a, a bystander looks at you and goes, "That one was a little rapey." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Unlike Dip Sticker, Fair Dinker Tinkers Inc. <laughs> a gawky little prick of a gnome is perched behind a mechanical looking wagon on little legs that uh, shudder and hum, rattling around uh, the scrawny bastard on top. G'day, I'm Dip Sticky and welcome to the Fair Dinkers Tinkers Inkers. Boy hum howdy shit, do I have a bloody product for you. And he's introducing the clockwork steam operated fantasy guns. These little beauties have to sit a bit on your biceps and you'll be strong as steel itself mate. Their mecha- mechanisms are a bit complicated for the laymen to wrap their noggin around you, dumb cunts, but these wonders <laughs> will give you the guns of your fantasy. 
And you see he's wearing these bands around his um, biceps. They kind of look like pool floaties, and they're made of metal. And they've got glowy wires and tubes wreathed around the central ring. And um, when latched on your upper arms, they vibrate and charge up thermal energy. And um, a magic gizmo shoots this energy directly into the bicep, making the wearer's strength as high as 20. Wow. What's the downside? 20 what? Well, if you don't enjoy punching cunts, I guess that's a downside. But if you want to give someone a good old crack in the jaw, these guns are fun, son. What does it take? Is it like a petrol thing? Solar. It's magic. <laughs> oh, okay. It's got magic gems in it. Yeah. That's really cool. Did you get bullied a lot? I did get bullied a lot because I'm not very tall. Did you get bullied a lot? And I assure a little bit on the short side yourself, sweetheart. Well, I didn't meet many humans until a few years ago, but since then, yeah, they've been pretty mean about it. Humans are pricks. Yeah. yeah. But with these guns, you can punch them right in the dick. Yeah, that, we're the perfect height for it. Yes. <laughs> or the fanny. The, yeah, less effective, though. Mm. You could lose a glove. <laughs> How what does it add to strength? Are you selling it or are you looking for investors? I'm looking for investors. Yeah, I'd love to see this go into mass production. Yeah, I think that it'd be good for the, the little people. Is it just for shorter people or is it for tall people as well? I guess tall people could use it as well, but I mean, as a little person, I think it's wonderful. What do they use it on you? To uh, try to punch me, that probably goes straight over my head. <laughs> I think it's pretty cool. Mackenzie, you could used to be a bit stronger. Plus, I'd slip away because of these. And he shows his wearing thighs, high, <laughs> laced up boots. <laughs> hey, Jinx. Grease lightning. <laughs> yeah, I don't need to, like, I have no punchness. Fine, fuck you, be that way. And then he puts up a sign that says, gone to lunch, and he leaves. Aww. Wow. We didn't want to be in the weapons industry anyway. Pauline Yarleg, again. Oh, okay, I, yeah. Right. I get it. <laughs> wow. Pauline Yaleg from Shit Hot Solutions. Hello, Pauline Yaleg from Shit Hot Solutions here. Sit down, crack a tinny, and glue your eyes to the idiot box with its state of the art scryer vision screen. Watch one of our regular idiots entertain you. Hate that? Squeeze this magic rock and some other idiot will waffle on about the latest news. You can't go wrong with this beauty. Hell, it'll practically even erase your kids. Oh, wow. It is just like this magic box. It has a, um, a, a screen on it, which I, I guess is uh, a lot of very tiny transparent spiders that are running back and forth <laughs> at a rate that you have just never seen before to, to create these uh, amazing images. That is pretty cool. We could get like a big one for the house. Spiders live for like three days, so how do you replace them? You buy a new one, which is why this is just such a fantastic business opportunity. <laughs> mm. Yeah. We gotta think about guys, we gotta think about this as business people, not as consumers. Mm. I prefer buying stuff. How much do they cost? Eight hundred gold. So you want people to pay eight hundred gold every three days? But think about... What a... God, we'll be rich! Imagine if, like, when the sports barrel final's on... True. Oh, my goodness. I'd get an idiot box for three days to watch that high-flying barrel flinging action. Why don't you sell it with, like, a subscription service of spider eggs? So every three days you get a new batch of eggs. You look... You sound like you are full of great ideas, mate. Would you like to invest? Yes. All right. How much can I put you down for? 
4,000 gold. <laughs> Mike, you don't have 4,000 uh, gold. How much do we have? We have 640 gold. Well, we, we don't have a full 600 left, but we have our own personal money as well. 40 gold, right. 40 gold, did you say? I have 1,300 personal gold. I'll give you 1,000 gold. All right, mate, yes, and I will give you how uh, 10% of the company. 30. Uh, 15. 20. <laughs> 17. This is like a fucked up shot. 15. <laughs> 13. <laughs> 20. <laughs> 12. 40. I'll give you... <laughs> I'll give 15. you 40 gold and we'll make it 15, right? Well, yes, yeah, since how you guys are my... <laughs> Very first seed investors, I'll take it. 1,040 gold for 20% of a company. 15. 15. 30? 15. 15. 35. Right. He writes out the share certificates, he gives them to you. Yes. We are going to make a mint. So do we, like, expect, like, returns on this? You'll, you'll get a call. <laughs> on what? Do you want our Chatterfiller number? Oh, yes, please. My crunchy Leaf. Okay, yes. 96. Uh, crunchy Leaf 89. <laughs> Mine's uh, Graham Likes Twigs. <laughs> nice. Okay. <laughs> we're, we're near the end here of, of uh, the the booths. Um, tucked away in the back row is a tiny stall that appears to have been cobbled together from scraps of corrugated iron. This is a uh, holy stonkers of Stonker Artifactory. Mm. Perched on top of a teetering stall is a pudgy little tacker wearing a pair of massive square iron goggles over her eyes. A crooked rusty crooked rusty wires pokes up on either side of the goggles with a spark of purple magical energy which is just lancing between them. And she waves a gloved fist as you approach. Her chubby little hands are covered with crudely stitched leather boxing gloves with spiked knuckles and arcane runes, runes carved into the iron wrist cuff. And uh, sounds amazing. the runes say, Stonker's Artifactory is not liable for any damage incurred when the demonic entity refuses to relinquish control back to you and goes on a murderous rampage while wearing your body like a flesh sweater. <gasps> G'day, mate! <laughs> Holy Stonker's at your service? Are you sick of getting bashed up in Beauty Hill? Tired of being a weak streak of piss? Then you need the goggle boxes. Just slip the goggles over your eyes, strap on the gloves, and our AI, Arcane Intelligence System, will transform you into a master of unarmed combat. The demonic entity imprisoned within the goggles can predict the movements of your enemy and will manipulate the gloves to land hit after hit without you having to lift a finger. You'll be king hitting cunts from Krakatini to the Clungeon. You should go into business with that uh, gnome over there. All right, I will. Packs up the stuff and starts moving the uh, <laughs> The bicep guy. You said was a, that was a attacker. Uh, like yes. A, yeah, so that was like the first halfling we've seen. I haven't seen too many halflings. Oh, and she already left. Yeah. <laughs> what? Turns around and looks back. I get on her shoulders and we're a fooling. <laughs> oh my gosh, you complete me. <laughs> that sounded like a really cool thing though. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Did you want to invest? Uh, can I just have it? <laughs> I've only got a couple of prototypes at the moment, but I can put you on a short list, mate. Okay. All right. What's your name? You know, we could, do this, we could do the science tests for it. We yeah, if do you like need the, any the road people test. to test things for you. Yes, yes. Actually, um, I've just been working on a particular punch I'd like to test now. Okay. All right. And she punches you right in the fucking head. <laughs> uh, does a horn fall off? And that does 11 damage. <laughs> yeah. Did it work? Yeah, it did. Did it rock your world? It did. 
Oh, are we right. in business together now? Uh, yeah, I think you are the, one of the, the first test subjects. That is cool. Well, if you're free later on, I'd love to come up and beat the shit out of you. Okay. All right, it's a date. And Guys, she, uh, date. she wanders <laughs> off. Um, only a couple of tables left. Now, they're, they're, literally, like, there's two tables left, and it, it's very quiet up this end. Is this Artist Alley? There's a lady up there. <laughs> close to the centre of the convention, is a, or close to the end of the convention, I've decided, is a stall that's been covered in shrubs, bark, and branches. And at the centre of the stall sits a very peaceful-looking woman who looks very much at home in the small pocket of nature, and she beckons you forward and motions you to sit down. Okay. Namaste, friend. What? I am Mother... Dudleya, and I'm here to bring the boons of Earth to its lovely inhabitants. Okay. She hands you a large leaf with scribbly writing on its um, side and a large suggestive logo on the other, complete with the slogan, Feeling fucked? Suck on my bush lolly. <laughs> Trademark. <laughs> wow. If you suck on my bush lolly, you'll feel invigorated and capable of doing magnificent things. Do we... Would you Do like it to, here in front of everyone? Would you like to suck on my bush lolly? Yes. I mean, I'll give it a lick. Come on, Mackenzie. What the fuck is happening here? I'm gonna open up my bush lolly. <laughs> <laughs> Plank starts to take off his clothes. I know I'm gonna get you. I want you to put that tongue right in my bush lolly. Okay. <laughs> That's it. You haven't quite found it yet. There we go. G'day's <laughs> doing it as well, right? Now you get plus three to your next ability check or a plus four to your next saving throw. I will take the plus three ability. And they come in uh, packs of eight, um, but can only be used once before you need like a bit of a, um, a, a bit of a rest. Otherwise, you know, if you, if you try and uh, get at my bush lolly too quickly a second time, <laughs> it's not going to, it's not going to quite reach the same uh, heights as, as the first time. That'll just be a plus one. Uh, so it's nice to have a little rest after uh, a, a tongue around my bush. <laughs> How much? This is Ted, by the way. <laughs> Ted would. You are disgusting. That's um, all right. Luke took it to now, a new level. Due to popular demand, we are limiting it, limiting it to one packet per customer, but we will be accepting postal orders in the future. We'll take three packs. How much okay. is it? Oh, uh, how much is it? Uh, it's just it's it, it's just ten gold for a lick of my bush lolly. <laughs> <laughs> and three packs. Yeah, a least, pack each. I can give you a pack. Yeah, yeah, a pack per customer. There you go. That's eight bush lollies each. And uh, remember, think of uh, Mother uh, Dudleya when you're uh, licking that bush lolly, because that's my bush lolly. <laughs> <laughs> I will. All right. <laughs> I nice. think of you more than. When I'm just eating this lolly. <laughs> you. Nice meeting you, folks. Goodbye. Bye. And as you walk off, she yells out, If you're feeling fucked, suck on my bush lolly. <laughs> <laughs> and last of all is someone sitting all alone. No one's really interested, and, he, and his little face perks up when he sees you. He's a gnome. Bramblewank. He's a little gnome wizard. <laughs> and, um... Uh, People walk, you know, walk past and you can see them point and go, look at that shit. Aww. What a dickhead. And he's um, got a big plate, oh, a big like, bowl of spaghetti that he's stirring. Hey, buddy. And it's full of glitter. <laughs> and his name's Brown Strides. What do you got there? That's ah! great. 
Hello! I've got magic pasta! It sparkles like it's full of magic! Fuck what, yeah, what is does it? it do? Magic spaghetti! Well, it glitters and it sparkles all over your spaghetti! So there's no magic, it's just glitter. Yes, but it makes everyone, whether you're a wizard or not, feel like you're magic. Feel like you're magical because for dinner you can have magical spaghetti. So do you get the, the glitter or do you have to buy it in the spit? Like can you put it on other food? Is this oh, it? Gosh, Just the one in the pot? I suppose you could put it on other food, <gasps> but I mean... I'm quite partial to spaghetti. <laughs> do you know? Do you know what else? Yeah, no. If you have trouble saying spaghetti, you can have magic spaghetti. <laughs> so. And he's got lots of boxes. So this is just of, like a jar of glitter. Yeah, and he's got lots okay. of boxes of stuff behind him and things covered in sheets. It's just a big mess. It looks like someone's like brought in their storage closet in and uh, got the stuff there. How much? Uh, just uh, 10 gold for some magic spaghetti. I want it to be accessible. To, no, not 10 gold, sorry. <laughs> 10 silver. I just want one silver. I just want everybody to enjoy some magical spaghetti. I'll have five jars. We'll buy 100. Oh, can I can I take um, an order on that? Because I might have to distribute that to you a little bit later. I don't know if I've got 500, but I could certainly give you a couple of jars now. Make your spaghetti more magical. I will take five jars. Okay, there you go, lover. That's, uh, well, look, I'll give you a little discount. Let's just make that uh, 30 silver. Wasn't it five silver to start with? Oh, gosh. Sorry, I'm just, I'm all blinded by the sparkle. Oh, 20, 20, how about that? That'll do. Thank all you. right, 20 silver. Sorry, love, I'm sorry about that. I feel guilty now. Look, have it for free. No, oh, no, no, no. I am not sure about your business model. Here's 20 silver. My model is making everybody feel a little bit magical. That's, that's a good one. Do you feel magical? I do feel magical, especially when someone's having some of my magical spaghetti. <laughs> and you hear... And this is the saddest thing I've ever heard in my life. Well, that's okay, because it's cut off by some horrible screams. <laughs> oh, good. Well, that I can deal with. Some really horrible screams. I am glad, because I was he looks about to give him all my shot. money. <laughs> and there's, like, um, an explosion. And you can see that uh, the wizards that... Um, the, are they customers? The attendees are kind of um, clumping towards the front of the... Um, the convention center. They're all like sort of rushing towards. You can just see there's They're quite going a lot of people. the noise. Yeah, and and there's there's quite a lot of um, kerfuffle down the other end. And then a shot of blood like geysers up out of the center of the crowd Ugh. and hits the wall. And you can hear screaming. And then there's bright flashes. Something is definitely uh, going pear shaped down the end of the convention center. Interesting. Should we check that out? Let's investigate. Mm. Yes. Okay, you start to uh, walk towards and there's more explosions, more things where the, the convention center just feels like it's um, rocking underneath you. And Bramble Wank bursts free from the crowd, his face in horror, and um, he's got his both hands out and he's like, No! Back! Run! Run! And a beam of energy, of something, of magic hits him and you see all of his skin in a second just strip back you see his bones for a second ah! and then his bones crumble and Clef Suzanne's smiling uh, <laughs> and clatter all over the floor 
Ramble <laughs> And people are now screaming Whoa. and running in all directions. They're knocking over tables and things. And Brown Strides is like, Quick, over here, I can help you. Is this Glitter Spaghetti Guy? Yes. All right. All right. Yes. Was that your ta- voice before? I can't remember. What was my voice? It's Spaghetti Queen. <laughs> Come over here. I mean, that's going to have to be my get into his voice. Yeah. Yeah. Try and have some spaghetti. Um, so we'll just Let's dive. Spaghetti out of here. <laughs> we'll dive behind the counter for cover. Can we just stop and enjoy that for a second? <laughs> what? Let's spaghetti out of here. <laughs> I wish I had said that! Quick! <laughs> Jump! Over! Come behind my booth! I can help you! Dive over the counter. Oh, yeah. Well, of course. Grief later! Move, move, move! Okay, and yeah, more screams, more bloody bodies, more people crumbling into skeletons. It's hard to tell what's going on down that end because it's just this chaos of, uh, of people running. He's, like, kicking aside all his, like, crap that's behind there. And there is a big object covered in a sheet. And he pulls off the sheet and there is a cart. Unlike any cart you guys have ever seen before. It's uh, all in metal. It doesn't have... It's got four wheels, but it doesn't have any, um, like, animal or anything to pull it along. It's got a compartment where it looks like it seats a a couple of people. Like two normal-sized people. And uh, he's straight into it. And he's, he's... pulling on all these, like, uh, magical contraptions and dials and things while he's uh, talking to you um, out the thing. And he's going, this this thing is not tested, unlike my spaghetti. Uh, but uh, I think you're going to be able to escape in it, all right? And I know, look, it's got um, dents and things in it. It's, it's a shit brown colour. It's not the most attractive thing. And he's like, I know it's not fancy, but despite my uh, budget limitations, I'm telling you, this thing is as fast as a bird of prey. I call it the uh, all-I-could-afford falcon. (laughs) (laughs) It'll do. Get in, get out of here, and please, you've got to find a way to fix this. Can I trust you? Are you coming with us? But what's happening? He looks back and there's more screams and um, he's like, I'm not sure, but get away and then find out. Why are you staying here? Come with us. Come on! I gotta look after my spaghetti. <laughs> Guys, we don't have time. No, you don't. Come oh, on. No, I do. I'm gonna pick him up. By <laughs> no, the we're not all gonna fit. I'm gonna stay. Please, go, 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 go. Save uh, that spaghetti, good. Let me hold him man. off. He takes off his wand and he starts firing spells towards a thing. Okay. He's like, come and find me. All right. Okay. We'll find you. I trust you. I have faith in you. I'm no. driving. Okay, so we all plan. agree that I want to drive. Don't you have <laughs> weapons, like vehicle proficiency? You do have vehicle yeah, proficiency, and um, it's got a sort of steering wheel contraption. It's got a lot of um, flashing, like panels and, and and lights and things. And I hit them all. You hit them all, yeah. All right. Um, and you're gonna take off and drive this thing. Yeah. Uh, so. Um, how are you going to do this? You've got the... Um, towards the entrance, you would have to go through the crowd of people. Yep. <laughs> Otherwise, there's, like, windows and stuff to the side or... It's enclosed, isn't it? It's a, it's a big convention hall. No, I'm sorry. I mean, the car's enclosed. Yes. Okay. So, go through a window. Yeah. I'm going to Tokyo Drift this thing out of a window. Okay, you are on the ground floor. There are some, um, like... Glass sliding doors on one side. Yeah. Is, does it look cool? Do yeah, it'll look, look cool? cool. It'll look cool. Yeah. I'd do it. 
Okay, so... But before um, I do it, I, like, and make the tires squeal. Okay. And there's, like, some smoke. And, like, I look really chill. I've got, like, one hand on the wheel and one hand on the door. And I'm, like, looking at people. Like, I don't give a fuck. And Mackenzie and Gade are probably, like, real scared. But they shouldn't be. <laughs> How are you guys feeling about this? I'm bent double. I can't see shit. All right. So as you're starting to, like, rev out and he's, um driving towards these double doors now as you sort of get some movement and a different perspective and you can see what's happening on the side you see that uh some of these wizards some of these wizards that you spoke to are actually killing people oh the grim gear guy is like throwing metal business cards into people um that guy was a dick Mm. the guy with the guns the, the big arms is punching people, giving them these big magical punches to the jaw. Everything is suddenly like going bizarrely pear shaped as the wizards turn on the crowd of, of attendees that were there to see them. Weird. Do we get out okay? And you smash through the doors and you um, are out on those like you, you're basically at the bottom of a valley. So you're sort of going through um, some fields and, and uh, sort of vineyards around. So we're going to have to loop back to get to the shithole. Oh, easy. Plank does like a sick doughy. And he does like six more of them just to show off that he can do it. Okay, so the car's like spinning around uh, wildly. It, it's going quite fast now. Um, yeah, as you, as Plank you can handle head back in. You're gonna, how fast are you going to go? Full speed. Okay, so you step down on the, this thing. It's going faster and faster. You you realize that there are certain things you press and, and push, and, and it goes faster. It's um, revving, it's roaring, it's roaring, and then streaks of flame, streaks of light start to spread out across the windshield Fuck and yeah. around the windows. There's this, like, magical turning and um, churning, and then you just disappear through some kind of portal. There are two um, lines of fire left in the <laughs> vineyard, and you guys go rattling into a very dark, large, oppressive city where rain is just pelting down on the car, which skids around and comes to a halt, like, just seconds before it hits a, uh, a brick wall. And, yeah, it just halt, and everything around you feels dark, and there's rain pelting down. Yeah, I'm that good. <laughs> where are we? I don't know. Uh, I don't know what I did. Can we see the sky at all? So you want to get up and look out the window? Sure. Yeah. So um, it's very dark. The sky looks... um, It's hard to tell if it's day or night because the the sky, you can see there's like this thick cloud, like this horrible sort of uh, polluted atmosphere. And you're in a city um, which is like the sign... All signs of the valley are kind of gone. And this city is um, very, very large. It's unlike anything you've ever seen. Like, huge black rectangles of buildings. Just like, um, you know, they're so tall they're almost scraping the the sky. (laughs) Um, And there are vehicles that are zipping around in the sky. And there's lots of, like, bright coloured lights uh, attached to buildings and sort of animated um, billboards and... and Fucking Coruscant. People like roaming all over the place, and uh, Can we occasional, see anyone? yeah, like um, you, you guys are sort of in a, a little bit of a alley, but through the gap, you can see there's a sort of big um, central town area, and there are people on um, like hovering little vehicles going around. There's a lot of wizards, 
and right at the center of it all is, is the tallest tower of all and at the top of it is a glowing logo which is an apple with a bite taken out of it <gasps> that fruit and veg guy <laughs> the bean man no the apples we ate at the start uh, let's see what you did there can we is someone close enough to yell at yeah, I mean, there are, there are, there are sort of passers-by out there, yeah. <laughs> like, Just give me someone to yell at. <laughs> Please, says Blake. Hey, hey, mister, <laughs> what's going on? Where am I? Where are you, says the guy, looking around. Why, you're in Steve Apple City. <sighs> I don't know what that means. And neither will the audience for another week. <laughs> because we're going to stop that there. That was a very, very big first part. But, um, yes, you're in a, uh, a strange dystopia ruled over by Steve Apple. And Steve Apple. Steve. Second favourite Steve we've ever met. Who's the first one? Steve Bloodsmith Bang. We met real people. There's lots of Steves I hate. <laughs> Paris is on the record if your name is Steve she hates you Steve's give her the Steve's <laughs> exciting alright yeah, cool. well, thanks everyone for their con- contributions yes. they really good yeah, thanks everyone except Edward that was disgusting <laughs> yeah Bush Lolly what's wrong with you <laughs> I was going to go back for a mesmerizer on, on our show yeah. Feels like that? I could not believe it. Smut. <laughs> and that rapey wand. That wasn't nice. We are not smut dealers. Um, all Some right. kind of smut peddler. <laughs> well, look, uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. That was very exciting. Uh, we're going to record the second half now, so uh, we're going to go away and pretend that uh, a week is going to pass. <laughs> it's not. Um, but please, if you want to contribute, such as all those people, wonderful people did, go to... Uh, Fruitless Pursuits Discussion in uh, Facebook. That's our page. You'll find a link to that at DungeonsAndDrongos.com or FruitlessPursuits.com or uh, wherever you grab our podcast. Links to our social media, to our Patreon. Again, thank you so much to the Patreon people. You're welcome. And uh, you can also (laughs) rate, review us on iTunes. Now, something I don't do very often is check other countries. And um, (laughs) I checked Canada and the UK and there were... Reviews, which was absolutely awesome. So I apologize. Some of these, like this one's from January, and, and sorry, we're only just getting it to it now. But um, they want Mackenzie to read this out. Oh, shit. So uh, five stars. That's uh, called the most stereotypically Australian thing I've ever heard. Hello, Canada and the UK. All right. <clears throat> that aside, this podcast is bloody fantastic. You can feel the love for the country, and it's all a bit tongue-in-cheek. The cast are bloody brilliant, almost always staying true to the characters and really having fun with the roles. <laughs> Luke is a fantastic DM, always finding, almost always finding a way to induce an exasperated groan from the players when the big pun is revealed. Production is top-notch as well. No dead air and nice, crisp audio. Well worth a bloody listen. If Suzanne could read this as Mackenzie, that'd be just grand. I feel like she doesn't get a lot of opportunities to say something positive in this podcast <laughs> i think that's her choice <laughs> thank you so i work with the character parameters i'm given <laughs> so much to um wooden crow for that for getting suzanne thank to you. say that i was a fantastic dm uh, i was gonna bleep that out how did you get a canadian uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, don't, don't worry about it um, 
You know, I think I checked our Australian uh, iTunes and I think our last review was May last year. Oh, yeah, <laughs> come on, Australia. Guys, we're doing this for you. That is really... If you've already done Jump it... Jump on the opportunity to make us say embarrassing shit. If you're one of the, what, 15 people who have already done it in Australia, you don't worry about it, but everyone else... But if you're one of the other... Three billion people <laughs> who are listening to this podcast. And yeah, then you should. Uh, but no, those comments were lovely, and also I really thought that um, thing about the dead air. <laughs> I was really perceptive. Well, playing to the cheap sheep, <laughs> sheep seats there, son. The sheep seats. The sheep seats. Nah. That's what we call them in fancy Australia. And we've got one from um, Smokey Lacroix in the UK. Hilarious, five stars, excellent, funny, and creative. Why aren't these guys more well known? That's so a good glad question. I yeah. found this huge love from England. Probably but, because they've met us in person and went, oh god. Because uh, people haven't. No, they're in, they're in the UK, my darling. Um, but. The, the we're not well known because people aren't spreading the word and leaving reviews. It's on you guys. <laughs> it's your fault. We're not. We did our part. We did a show. You guys have got to talk about it. And what else you want us to people. do? Advertise it? Yeah. Well, there's so many dollars we can throw at Facebook advertising for very little return. Uh, so We're going to have to start advertising Lisa mattresses. Yes, might have Speaking to. Speaking of mattresses... <laughs> I don't have it. How are you sleeping, Zach? Pretty terribly. I'm having a lot of nightmares. And that's because you're not sleeping on a lease mattress. Sleeping like a baby. Chitting himself every three hours. Wow. He commits Twice. to realism. <laughs> well, thanks, everyone. Would you guys like to add anything to our outro? Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Hogsandwich. I have Twitter at ZachWH. And I have Instagram at Paris Burns. I have Twitter as well, but... I don't use it that much. There we go. And um, <laughs> I'm on Instagram as Fruitless Pursuits. Uh, we're going to go off and record that second episode now. Since how both uh, Zach and Suzanne have yawned on microphone in the last uh, five <laughs> minutes, that'll give you an indication of what next week's episode uh, is going to be like. But hey, look, it's Sunday afternoon and it's mm-hmm. free. So fuck yes. <laughs> uh, Whack-a-day! <laughs>